Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, October 3rd, 5.45 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up seven at 684 and a half. November soybeans up one at 1365 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up 13 and a half at 935. December Kansas City wheat up 13 at 1004 and a half. December spring wheat up 11 and a quarter at 993 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, leave me a rating or review on that Apple app. I would very much appreciate it. I could always use some more reviews there. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, leave me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Uh, if you guys would like some more information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see uh, every overnight headline you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations, my daily subscriber-only videos are part Part of this deal on Friday, of course, I talked about the grain stocks report. Uh, USDA report day is a great day to be a subscriber. I usually blast out like a very quick, like one sentence summary, along with some quotes within 90 seconds of the report or so. And then I've got a more detailed video out about 30 minutes after the report. And when I say detailed, I give you the need to know uh, points. I don't do a full, like, you know, hour long analysis. It's a quick five, six minute analysis blasted out about 30 minutes after the report. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today 50 bucks a month cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i promise this is an information only service guys let's talk about this grain stocks report u.s corn stocks as of september 1st were lighter than expected so usda pegged september 1st uh, september 1 corn stocks at 1.377 billion bushels well below the average trade guess of 1.512 uh, USDA adjusted the 2021 U.S. corn crop down by 41 million bushels. The remainder of the difference between the average trade guess and reality is in the demand. It's, it's feed demand or residual use. So the lighter stocks number will have new crop balance sheet implications. Your September 1 stocks number is your old crop carryout number. Therefore, your new crop beginning stocks number. So if you leave all else unchanged on these new crop U.S. balance sheets, the implication would be a new crop carryout projection below. 1.1 billion bushels. So a, a substantially tighter situation versus what they've got printed on the balance sheets right now. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that that's what USDA has to print on October 12th. They could adjust uh, the size of this year's crop. They could adjust demand. They could adjust acreage, all sorts of stuff. But uh, the implication certainly is a tighter situation. Now, kind of a contrast in soybeans, U.S. soybean stocks as of September 1st were higher than expected, uh, 274 million bushels. That was 32 million bushels above the average trade guess. USDA adjusted the size of the 2021 U.S. bean crop higher by 31 million bushels. That accounts for the vast majority of this difference between the average trade guess and September 1 stocks. It is uh, frustrating to see these production changes so far after the fact. They make any analysis of supply and demand incredibly difficult. You know, during the summer, during the fall, uh, during the growing season, uh, analysts spend so much time trying to figure out just how big the crop is, and and they get really into detail. I mean, what's the Iowa corn yield specifically? What's the Illinois soybean yield specifically? And a lot of that analysis can be like just thrown out the window when you get these after-the-fact adjustments, when they're adjusting the size of the 2021 corn and soybean crops 
um, you know, a year after the fact. And the way that they do this is they kind of work backwards. So they get the uh, the stocks number as of September 1st, and then they, they basically work backwards and try to figure out why they arrived at that stocks number. So they went back, they adjusted the crop size, they're going to adjust some of the demand stuff. It, it really makes a lot of the analysis difficult. And I'm not a big USDA, USDA guy, if you want to put it that way. USDA report day is my least favorite day every single month. I just, I feel like it's a lot of information and I feel like a lot of it is useless. And you kind of feel silly doing analysis when you see reports like this, to be honest. Uh, we had some similar stuff in wheat. U.S. wheat stocks as of September 1st were on par with expectations pretty much, 1.776 billion. But USDA cut the size of the 2022 uh, U.S. wheat crop by 133 million bushels. That's a big cut. Yet the trade was correct about stocks. So there's going to be some big um, uh, adjustment to demand, uh, the demand numbers. They're going to have to adjust wheat demand lower given the difference. Uh, we had you know stocks that were on par with expectations, yet this sharply lower crop. So uh, this report was was messy. It's sloppy. Um, I don't like it. This is why I don't get too much into the the USDA stuff. Maybe not as much as other people do. I mean, you got to pay attention to it. But I just feel like this makes a lot of your fundamental analysis uh, uh, feel kind of silly, at least in my opinion. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Brazil's presidential election will face a runoff later this month. Neither candidate garnered 50% of the vote. Uh, the grain market implication, to put it simply, uh, kind of goes like this. So Bolsonaro, who's the uh, current president, and he's more on the right wing, he is all for cutting down rainforest, adding uh, agricultural output, that sort of thing. Uh, Lula, who's the left wing uh, contender, he favors more limited expansion. So if anything, I guess if uh, Bolsonaro wins, maybe that's uh, maybe that's bearish beans because they can continue to expand. And if the other guy wins, maybe it's it's the other way. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into this, but that would be your implication. I don't think this means that soybeans have to go one way or the other like overnight, but it could have some long-term implications when it comes to uh, agricultural uh, production and land in uh, Brazil, certainly. AP reports this morning that Russia has been smuggling Ukrainian grain. Uh, this report citing video featuring a steady stream of grain transport trucks moving south from Russian-occupied regions of Ukraine. Satellite images from uh, ships being loaded with grain, and the ships had their transponders turned off so they couldn't be tracked. Um, there's some details here, and I'm not going to get into all of it. This should not be a surprise, uh, given the environment over there. Another story in Russian grain, Russia may provide trade financing to importers of its grain. Russia's ag minister said this, this will give us the opportunity to sell large amounts because there is also a problem with settlements so far. Currently, some importers of Russian grain are paying rubles in their local currency. Uh, Western sanctions have been to blame for any such settlement issue. Uh, some of these banks are still just hesitant, I think, to do business with uh, Russia or be involved in Russian dealings, uh, even though Russian grain has not been sanctioned officially by the West. Russia harvested a record wheat crop this year. They're planting another one right now. Uh, they've got a ton of wheat. It's cheap, and uh, they're trying to, to move it in a more effective manner, I suppose. Large money managers or the funds continue to hold large net long positions in the corn and soybean markets. Funds were net sellers, uh, and this is the week ending last Tuesday, so I guess this is kind of old news, but net sellers of 12,000 contracts of corn and net sellers of 10,000 contracts of soybeans during the week ending September 27th. That same group of large money managers were net buyers of 2,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Uh, funds are still, I mean, this is a pretty big long position in the corn market. This is a sizable long position in the soybean market. Funds have not been net short the soybean market since April of 2020. They have not been net short the corn market since August of 2020. So they've been really sticking to their guns here despite 
you know, a lot of your outside influences, you know, your recession fears, all that stuff. They're still very uh, heavily long and, and aggressive with the row crop markets. They've got just a modest short in the SRW wheat market. Crude oil prices rise this morning as OPEC considers an output cut. So OPEC is going to meet on Wednesday, and they are apparently considering a 1 million barrel per day uh, production cut, according to some of their delegates. Larger than expected cut like this would be reflective of the group's concerns regarding the global economy and to slow down in oil demand. Uh, this would be the biggest cut since the start of, of the COVID pandemic in the spring of 2020, if it's realized, and we'll find out on Wednesday. Uh, your nearby November uh, 22 WTI crude oil contract traded above $83 overnight. It bottomed uh, near 76 on September 26th. So you've got a little bit of a rebound there. Uh, feeder cattle took it on the chin on Friday. Did not like that higher corn trade. Live cattle were lower as well. Cash markets holding together just fine. Uh, 143 in the south mostly last week. 144 to 145 in the north. U.S. dollars marginally higher. Stocks marginally higher. The S&P's up nine. The Dow Jones up 130. Bonds are higher. Gold's up just a little bit. Crude oil now up $3.16 in the November WTI at 82.66 last trade. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.